Amen. Amen. There is a God. And he is alive. In him we live. And we survive. From dust our God created man. He is our God. The great I am. That's our God. Amen. I just can't help myself. I just can't help myself. That's my God. He's to be worthy. He, he's, he's to be praised. He's to be magnified. He's to be glorified. And y'all know. That would shock me sometimes. We all ran around the same group. So we know you know how to get excited. We know you know how to make some noise. We know you know how to praise God and glorify God. I'm not going to give the devil more than I gave God. I'm not going to praise him more than I praise God. I'm not going to say his name more than I say God's name. Because he's a great God. That's what I love about God. And tell you something else I love about God. I've been in congregations all over this nation. And every congregation has their their, 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 their level of praising God. Either way they praise God. Some have some low key. And that's okay when I low key, I try to be low key as I can be. You know, it ain't that low, but I try to go low key. They got some who are kind of, they, 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 they middle on the ground. They, they, they low key on some and high key on the others. And they got some that are just high key. Every time they praise God, it's high key. I almost, I almost lost my wife like that. I took her down from here down to a high key congregation down south. Down the south side church of Christ. She didn't want to come back home. I thought we got to go back home. He said, I know how to praise God. Said, well, we know how to praise God, too. We just can't do it on their level. I mean, see, down there, all the men. Something about the men. Them sisters be trying to outsing them, but they can't outsing them guys. Them guys got all that bass going. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, whoa, that's what I'm talking about. Praising God. And I just thank God. What a wonderful song service. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Now that we've praised him, glorified him, magnified him, let's continue to do that as we receive his word. And only a word that can come from him. A word that is powerful all by itself. Don't think the folk back in the old in the New Testament didn't get excited. They got excited. They just got excited in the wrong way. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They may be screaming and yelling because they wanted to hurt him because he was telling them so much truth. That's right. Amen. That it pricked their hearts. Uh-huh. But on Pentecost, they glorified him because who he is Amen. and what he has done. Amen. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. 2018 yes. is here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And the chapter is closed on 2017. Amen. And we'll never see 2017 again. Yeah, yeah. Some of you ain't mad about that. No, sir. No, sir. It's all gone. Yeah. Amen. 2018 is here. Yes, it is. And with 2018 being here, just want to let you know that our God is just in the blessing business. business. 
And before I forget, God, pray for those who are going through their storms and going through grieving, Sister Holt, Sister Motley, and other individuals who have lost loved ones and, and have just been through the storm that I can't remember right now, but you know who you are. We are praying for you. We're praying with you because our God is a prayer-answering God. He hears and he answers prayers. And, 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 and what you want for God is to God to give you comfort. He, he wants you to give him peace. Let him be God. He's going to decide all the rest of the stuff. But what you want to pray for, give me comfort. Give me peace. Give me ability to keep on pressing on. Keep on moving on in spite of life circumstances and spite of life's ups and downs and spite of things that happen. Give me the power and the spiritual fortitude to keep pressing on. Amen. That's what you ask God. That's what you pray for. What you want. Because God can take care of everything else. That's right. But he wants you to ask him to comfort you. That's right. Yeah. Ask you to. Oh, y'all ain't got me. I don't know about you know you know you know babies do. Babies don't always wait for you to pick them up. They don't wait for you to come to them. In fact, as soon as y'all come in the room, babies they one year, two year, three year. Soon as mama walks through that door, they start acting funny. They've been good and playing with you and everything. They play with you. And you can tell when she walks through the door because you're having a good time. They stop having a good time with you. It's like that. <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh, mama! Oh, mama! And, and, and I know that make mama feel good, but I tell you, we was having a good time before she came in. But it's just something about mama. And, 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 and dad, too. Now, if mama don't come there, dad's a good substitute for mama, too. And you playing with the little child having a good time, and dad walking there, they stop. Yeah. All kinds of no! yeah, yeah. Now, rarely do daddies outbeat mamas. Now, usually, daddy, daddy, daddy's a good stand-in. Yeah. Yeah. They love it. That, that, my daddy loving them. Daddy kissing all of them and everything. Uh, That's only until they get to mamas. They ain't doing all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, soon they get, soon they see mama, it's like, mama! Yeah. <laughs> And, right. and what I'm teaching you is, is that babies don't wait Amen. to ask for comfort. Amen. They don't wait for a hug. Amen. They don't wait to feel daddy's skin or mommy's skin against their cheeks. They go and they go get theirs. Right. Right and I believe God in the same way. God wants us to ask him, hug me, Father. Hold me, Father. Love me, Father. Let me feel your presence, Father. I believe God loves that stuff when his children ask him. Because if you don't believe me, read in your Bible. Whenever stuff got rough, they got to pray it. And calling on the most high God to come and see about them. Now, it's 2018 now, and God is in the blessed business. And after this sermon, don't forget that those of you who are going, we're going down to the inner city church of Christ for anniversary today. And some members went already down there just to just encourage and build them up. Is that all right? And then on next uh, 14th, next week, uh, the Eastern Shore, they had their iron ride fellowship down there. So everybody want to get into the fellowship in 2018. And I think it's a good thing. Amen. Open up your Bibles. Open up your Bibles if you don't mind to Philippians. When y'all heard that, heard that text, I saw some of y'all were saying like, huh, didn't we do that last week? All right. I, I know, I know, I know. But listen, scriptures are so good. You can like do a part one, part two, and part three. Now I'm going to try to go a different direction on this, but it's the same concept. It is the same thing. First of all, church, 
We need to, like Paul, praise God. Not only because of what he's done, but who he is. We just need to just thank him for who he is. We need to thank God for that he saw that we were broken people. That we were down and out for the count. The devil had all of us lost. But God loved us so much till he sent us a savior. A savior is somebody to deliver us. Somebody to rescue us. He's a redeemer. Somebody to buy us back from the devil. Because some of us sold out to the devil. The devil owned us. He had your lock, stock, and barrel. But the the price was steep. But your savior and your God said, whatever the price is, I'm willing to pay it. What's the price, somebody? What was the price? First of all, the price was that the innocent is going to have to die for the guilty. And the price is not just die for the guilty, but God die and get the same degree of penalty that the guilty deserve. And some of us are mighty rough. We deserve some stuff. But the Father, John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he, he paid the price he gave his only begotten son to do what? To die. How? Die a horrible death. Die the death that we deserve. Some of them been so bad, we deserve to have 40 stripes two times. Somebody thinking, oh, well, only 40 stripes. But back in the days of, of, of the Romans, the 40th stripe is said to kill you. That's why they only gave them 39. They said 39 and, and had one for mercy. Because that 40 of them would kill them. Some of them have been so bad, we deserve 40 stripes twice. Y'all know it. Y'all know it. And, and, and some of us know that there's some stuff. We got away with. Amen. 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 Oh, no, I don't mean got away with God. I mean, man. I mean, I mean, in a hooskow. Some of us did some stuff we got away with. Thank God for us. Some folk in here been shot at. Amen. Preach. The bullet missed. But it could have hit as quick as it missed. Some of us have found ourselves in some places that say, Lord, get me out of here. And you didn't know how you was going to escape it. But God rescued you and got you out of it. Some of us have been in some situations where we ain't treat our bodies right. And you still walked away not having diabetes, not having cancer, not having high blood pressure, not having stress and all this other. God delivered you. Because I have found him to be a savior and a deliverer in a time of trouble. And Paul Paul understood that. So when you look at our text here, we look at before I give you the title, in the text, Paul said here in verse number, and let's back it up to verse number eight. He said, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, but my knowledge of Christ, he said here, Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and you count myself as dung that I may win Christ. 
then he said here, and to be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Keep going, verse 10, that I may know him. His power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto death. Now here's the verse 11. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of death, by any means if I might be one of the ones on judgment day to get up. Oh, my Lord, my Lord. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm reaching. I'm, I'm stretching. I'm pressing that I might be one of the ones when he called my name to get up. Or when he just say, my children, get up. Lord, let me get up. I don't want you to say, my children, get up. And I think I'm going to get up, but ain't nothing happening. I want to attain, Paul said, to the resurrection of the dead. That's what Paul wants here. Verse 12. He said, not even, not as though I had already attained. He said, I ain't there. Now, if Paul, if Paul is saying, I ain't there. He'd have been beat. He'd have been whipped. He'd have been rejected. He'd have been shipwrecked and all this other stuff. And he said, he ain't there yet. What right do we have to stop pressing on? What right do we have to stop stretching? What right do we have to stop reaching? Title of my sermon this morning is, I press on. I press on. Paul said here, Verse 13, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. He said, I forget those things that are behind me. Y'all hear that? See that? He said, and I reach for those things which are before me. He said, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul, what do you mean? We talked about forgetting last week. But now let's talk about reaching, stretching, and pressing this week. So when Paul says here in verse 13, he said, reach forth to those things which are before me. Listen, reaching forth in Paul's mind was going forward to doing things for Jesus Christ. That's what reaching force means. I have determined that I'm not going to let anything stop me from going forward and doing things for Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, I'm, I, I'm, see, some things you got to do for God is not nearby. You got you to gotta reach for some stuff. And sometimes all of us know, sometimes when you reach for stuff, you ain't got a real good balance. You out there on that, you on that edge. You can go either way here, but you want what you want. So you don't mind reaching for it because you want it so bad. You want, and you know the further you get, the more unbalanced you get. All you depending on is God to hold you up as you reach. Paul said, I'm going to reach for those things. which are Stop waiting for stuff to come to you. The good stuff don't come to you. 
says here. Paul was looking forward to things he needed to accomplish for Christ, and he is seeking to reach that goal. I'm looking, are you looking forward to things you need to accomplish for Christ? Are you looking forward to doing something that lets you know this was for the cause of Christ? This was for the gospel of Christ. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying we got all 2018 to bring one person to Christ. All year to bring one person to Christ. And we know bringing one person to Christ, everybody got their different gifts. It's easier for some and for others. But God expects all of us to to reach for it ain't gonna be easy if you sit down there and wait for it to happen it ain't happen. some stuff take a strategy and you know what amazes me we know that because human nature teaches that do you know most of the stuff you purchased wasn't your initial idea Oh, what's your initial idea? See, what happened was, there's some folk who make a living off of you buying stuff. And if you don't buy stuff, they don't get paid. You walk in a place not intending to buy the suit. You just look at that suits. You went to some place not intending to buy to, to buy the bag. You ain't want the Gucci bag. You just want to see how, how other folk Gucci bags look. You go into the car dealership not intending to buy the car. You just looking around at cars. But there's somebody who's been waiting for you to come in. And they've been planning what they're going to do, what they're going to say, how they're going to say it. They're going to reach for you. Why? Because their livelihood, they're paying their rent, they're paying their gas and electric, they're paying their mortgage, depends upon them reaching and get you to buy this thing. So don't tell me you don't know about reaching, and don't tell me that you don't understand the principle of reaching for stuff. Some of you right now bought something. It's in your closet. You ain't even allowed to pack it. It's just sitting there. It's just sitting in the package. Didn't you buy that like two years ago? And you then you start making excuses like, stay out of my business. Stay out of my business. I got this. I got, I got that. I, I got that. No, you know, you ain't got it. You just hoping the right opportunity come the way you ain't got it. And why still up there? The reason you bought it was because somebody helped you to make that decision to buy it. I don't care whether it's the sales guy. I don't care if it's the saleswoman. I don't care if it's somebody on commission. I don't care if it was your best friend. Who couldn't afford it knew you had the money. Say, I get that girl. And I get that right there, doc. I take doc. Pop. Oh, you look good in that doc. Paul said his reaching is not tangible. 
Paul said, I got a strategy. I got a plan and a goal as I reach. But this reaching is reaching for the things of God. It's reaching to reach a goal for God. I'm willing to go through some stuff for God. Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. Then he says here, not only are we talking about that reaching. Listen, this reaching, it describes, here's what it describes. It describes the runner as he is straining with all his might to reach the goal. Any any of y'all see running? Everybody fast. You just try to be faster. And sometimes the way you win is when you get near that goal, you got to say it again. You got you gotta, you gotta to stretch and get that nose, that nose out there. I mean, you zoom and you zoom and all of a sudden it's like, zoom. And you pray and say, he won by his lips. He's reaching. He's stretching because he won to win. How many of you in 2018 is ready to reach this, ready to stretch this, ready to press for the goal of Jesus Christ? Instead of just wandering through the wilderness of your faith. I hope God sent something my way. I hope, I hope he sent something. No. No. Do you know back in the day, and all of y'all know, all of us know this, who, are, who, who have been engaged. You know that before you got engaged, some of us had to uh, strategize, all right. well, all right. well, okay. plan all right. All right. to obtain the goal all right. okay. that we were after. Uh-huh. Well. We did things. We, we, uh, Lord, help me. We, we did things that we don't normally do. When I first met Brenda, I ain't never wore boots in my life. But as soon as I saw, the next time I went home, I went to my big brother's closet. He had these big old leather boots in there. Brown, gator-looking things. And I popped them bad boys up there. Boom! I seen how they look. I said, I don't like these, but everybody else said, they look cool, man. All right. All right. Put that other food on there. God, 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 God. As y'all know, I'm not a jean wearer. Now, my family got me some jeans and make me wear them. But I don't, I'm not a jean wearer. But I looked around and saw everybody cool who was doing stuff had on jeans. So I went in my brother's closet. Got his jeans out. Popped them on. Boom. And then they said, you need a belt with that, not that belt you in. Yeah, right. yeah. And they gave me this belt, and this belt had this big old buckle on it. Okay. Yeah. That was a strategizing man. I got I to gotta wear what I had on. I didn't think it was going to work. I said, oh, no, I don't think it's going to work. I, I got I to gotta do something different. And when I went to get her with my boots on, my buckle showing. In fact, when I got off the number eight bus, Green Mountain, Igor Street, 
Jehovah. When I got off the bus, and I began to walk across the street. I caught everybody's attention. Everybody stopped and looked. That's her. Make a long story short, she's sitting right here. The goal was accomplished. Now, if I can strategize and make up a plan to get flesh and blood, that is here today and gone tomorrow, what kind of reaching and strategizing and planning should I be willing to do for Christ Jesus to help him reach the goal he gave me to do? Oh, church, 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 church. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Don't y'all know that not only is it some reaching, but there's also some pressing, stretching that has to go on. God gave us examples in the Bible of people who were not going to be deterred from reaching their goals. Go with me, if you will, over to the book of Luke. Luke, chapter 9. Luke, chapter 9. Verse 1 is verse number 43. Luke, chapter 9, verse 43. No, you saying amen, but it ain't amen. Luke chapter 9, verse 43. Well, until we find a woman with the issue of blood, I'm going to, I'm going to, Luke chapter 9, verse 43. Well, let me tell you the story anyway. Clay, when you get that for me. Woman with the issue of blood, Luke. Chapter 8. 840. 8, 843. I done wrote the wrong chapter. There. Amen. Watch this woman now. Watch this woman. Because what I want you to see about her is in verse 43, everybody know verse 41 and 42, Jesus was really on his way to hear Jairus' daughter. But while he was on his way, and remember at this particular time his popularity was great and he had a multitude of people that just followed him because he was a miracle worker and he was a great rabbi or great teacher. So a multitude followed him. Well, why this great big multitude followed him and while he was on his way to do one thing, this woman who had a, 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 a problem going on with her, she spotted him. And the Bible says here, verse number 43, and the woman having an issue of blood, how many years? Twelve years. Listen, 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 listen. Yeah, but see, it's, sometimes it takes a while to reach your goal. Sometimes, see, that's why you got to have stick to itness when you become a Christian. Because don't play with it like, uh, Jesus, it's January and I'm going to stick to this till December because Jesus is coming back. Not so. You don't know when he's coming back. When you make a commitment to Jesus Christ, it's got to be one for life. Amen. Yeah, that's 
It's got to be no matter how long it takes, I'm with God. This woman was determined. She had an issue of blood for 12 years, and the Bible said that she kept trying, spent all her living trying to get that issue of blood dealt with. What do you say, preacher? I'm saying this woman was determined. Jesus wasn't her first choice. Amen. Amen. Before he came on the scene. Remember, Jesus' ministry was a three-year ministry. How long she had that issue of blood? Twelve years. Before Jesus started his ministry, she had the problem. But she was determined that she was going to get this thing taken care of. Look at the text. She had it 12 years, which has spent all her living upon physicians. She calling doctor after doctor after doctor as she determined somebody got something to help me with. The Bible says neither could be healed of any one of them. When you look at that text, listen. Though her healing took 12 years, it starts all of her house with believing you're going to reach your goal. And sometimes your setbacks, she had a bunch of them. But as I said, let it be a setup for a comeback. Don't let your setback hold you back. But let your setback just be one obstacle you got to get over. There might be another one waiting for you on the other side. Don't worry about that obstacle. Let there be another setback for another obstacle until you reach your goal. If you read anybody who's famous, big story, they did not start off making all that money and having all that popularity. They push, 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 push. And we got to be like this woman. She is pushing to get healed. Look at the text here. Then the text says here, then it says here, verse 44, she came, she decided. Everybody see it say she came behind him? Now, where did that come from? Her mind. She about heard about him. Heard he did miracles. Heard he was a great rabbi. Start believing he could do miracles. Start believing he was a great rabbi. And I tell you why I think she believed that too. Because according to the text, her goal was not to approach him face to face. That wasn't her goal. Her goal was, I believe in this man, and I am convinced if I can just touch him, if I, if I can just get to him. But, but she still saw, though, but there are hundreds, maybe thousands of people surrounding him. How, uh, surrounding him. Some of y'all would have said, I can't get to him. All these people, how in the world I'm going to get to him? I can't get to him. Church. I like what Paul said. Paul said you got to reach. Reach for it. Reach for it. Reach for it. The Bible don't say how she got to him. But in your mind, can't you imagine how would you get to How do you get through crowds on Black Friday? All right. When it's the last Cabbage Patch doll. And your baby been asking for one. And you told her back in June you're going to get it for her. And all of a sudden, you see one cabbage patch doll, and the first one get it off the top shelf win. You're going to reach for it. You're going to do your best to obtain it. Let me give you the story. See, 
when that happened, he had all those people standing there. My first thought was, if I could just get a, one of my limbs in. So I stick that arm in there. The arm is swaying with the crowd. I got that arm in there. And as I got that arm in there, next thing I said, if I can, I'm like a mouse. They said if a mouse can get his nose in, he coming in your house. So he, 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 he get that arm in there. Next thing you do, you, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And you got to be willing to take some negativity. People are looking at you like, where are you going on? Excuse me, 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 excuse me. But you got to understand when you reach for stuff, that's why it's called reaching, because it's always just out of your reach. There's always going to be somebody that ain't going to move for everybody else. Excuse me, excuse me. But somebody's going to say, I ain't moving. You ever been driving down the road and, and, and try to get in that emergency lane or go up there, and you got some driver tell get no, 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 they get over. No, 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 no. You ain't, no, you ain't getting past. Hit me. You ain't getting past me. You're always going to have that. I believe this woman, I believe she had that. But she didn't count it as something that says she can. It was just another obstacle to overcome. That's part of reaching. Listen, oh, she, she, I can see that's the last person, and they stopping him, and Jesus right there, and, and she, she's got to get, but she can't get back to the last person. But she wanted to get to, I can see her falling. I just went to him. Of his garment. I just want, I just, I, see, 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 listen, listen. The ankles are skinnier than the waist. So though I can't get through the waist, all of our ankles about the same size. Come on now. Even if they fat, they ain't that big. Y'all are hearing this. See, some of y'all, y'all all polite. When the text said she touched him with the gun, y'all doing like No, no, not with a throng around. Come on, come on, preacher. Somebody said, brother, what she, what she did. The text don't say what she did, but it says she was successful in reaching the hem of his garment. That's right. That's right, man. Amen. What time is? Almost gotta go. Watch this. Watch this. Watch it. Look. So, she, the Bible said, she came behind him. Yeah. See, sometimes. When you're trying to win somebody in 2018, That's right. Amen. sometimes you might have to come behind them. Amen. All angles. That's right to get them. Yeah. Wait until, sometimes wait until they lose a loved one. That's when you're your most sensitive. Amen. Amen. Or yeah. wait until they celebrate like their 59th birthday. All right. All right. Yeah. And then you walk up to them and say, Wow, God said three score and ten. Got about 11 years, 12 years, 11 years. 11 years, got like 11 years left. See, y'all don't like that. Y'all, brothers, I don't. I'm strategizing. I said, happy birthday, 59 years old. Got about 11 left. If the Bible said three score and ten, then you might get more, but it said 70. And now they thinking. They thinking. They thinking. Some of you say, brother, but suppose you make them cry like, you're right up. Oh, oh my God. Okay, well, oh, my Lord. Well, I don't like having to do that, but I'm not above it. Amen. 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 Oh, man. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Make it play. Yeah. 
for the cause of Christ. Uh -huh. yeah. Don't you know that God saved our souls? Some, everybody didn't come in the easy way. Amen. Some people came in a hard way. God wants you to come in the easy way, but he ain't above putting you through something to get you in the kingdom. Watch the text. 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 She came behind him and she touched the border of his garment. And immediately the issue of blood was staunched. That means that it was stopped. That means that it dried up. That means that it was Clear up. Yeah. She thought she won. She like, all of a sudden, because immediately, it was like, soon she touched him, it was like, something just happened. Something just happened. I feel like I'm healed. I can see her on her way. But let me tell you something. Those who reach, those who stretch, you are recognized by God. God knows Everything we are doing to accomplish the goal of saving souls and Amen. keeping souls saved. Amen. He knows everything we do when it relates to fellowshipping and, and gathering and unifying. He knows everything we do when it comes to living a Christian life and having, ha, having those things that we need to be able to serve him and please him. He knows everything. And God loves stretchers. How you know he loves stretchers? Because God stopped. Right. Yes, Wait a minute, let me write, yes, read the text. Yeah, yeah. Read the text. Uh -huh. Read the text. The Bible said here, verse 45, Jesus said, who touched me? Who touched me? Who touched me? And everybody standing around here, no idea what he was talking. All these people, what do you mean who touched you? What do you mean, Lord, who touched you? Listen, listen. He said, somebody touched me. How you know, Lord? Peter comes around and says here, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude is all around you. There's a throng of them. It's a throng of them. They're all around. There's a multitude around you. And everybody's bumping into you some kind of way. I mean, everybody bumping at everybody. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a throng of us. Right. So what do you mean who touched you? Jesus said, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, yeah. go ahead and live your Christian life all you want, Amen. but make sure you live it right. Because he knows. Yes, he does. Oh, watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. Then it says here, then it says here, uh, uh, Master, the multitude throng thee. And press thee, and thou saith, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody touched me. Yeah, that's right. I ain't talking about everybody. I ain't talking about all these people around here. I'm talking about somebody who got something about them special. Touched me. He said, not only that, he said, for I perceive yeah. that power, power. virtue, yeah, that's it. power, just left me. Yeah. Oh, I'll have stopped the sermon right there. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. God 
having this woman touched him because he understands everybody's level of faith knew that this was different. What was different about it, church? Think about it. She wasn't there just to throng him. She wasn't there just to be part of the group. She wasn't there just because it was the first day of the week. She wasn't there just to get her communion. She was there because she had a goal. And her goal was that this man has power. And if I could only just touch the hymn of his God, and I and, 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 and it says here, she came behind me and she said, I don't need a show. I don't need a show. I don't need to be the best at this and the best at that and showing this and showing that and wearing those boots I wore to get her those level boots. I don't need all that. She said, all I need to do is get to him. And if I could just touch the hem of his garment, and she was thinking, and he ain't got to know about it. The only problem is when you deal with Jesus, Jesus knows everything. He ain't going to deal with Jesus. He don't know what's going on. Amen. Look at the text. He said, verse 46, somebody touched me, for I perceive that power, virtue, has gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid. Y'all see that? Listen. This woman knew that she was found out. She wasn't trying to, to be, be seen or do this for anything else but just to get her goal met. But Jesus felt her faith. And power came out of her. Listen, now that it's come out, what is the woman to do? What do you do when God bless you real good? Real good. And you ain't trying to brag about it. You ain't trying to tell nobody. But you've been somebody that's seen it. And you've been like, well, how'd you get out of that? I believe the text is saying here. The woman said when she saw that she was not here, she came trembling. And falling down before Jesus. And she declared unto him before all the people. What I'm saying is, be humble and don't brag about nothing. But when stuff is just out there, then don't shout back from giving praise to God. Don't shout back from magnifying God. Don't shout back from telling your story. Don't shout back from saying God is good. He's great. He's merciful. He's kind. He gave me this. He gave me the victory. He loves me. That's my God. The problem we have as God's people sometimes is God is so great and we so quiet. God is so good and we ain't saying nothing. Everybody out there saying 
how good, great, wonderful, and kind God is. And we're in the Lord's church. We're his children. And we ain't saying nothing. We barely saying thank you. Because we're so proper. So dignified. Don't take all that. We so, we so, we just need to have this, this aura about us. Somebody said, God bless you with that. Yes, God is so good. You see a guy, you said, man, God bless you out that situation. Come on, come on, come on. Boom. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. I said, God bless you out there. I said, not you got out the situation. God blessed you out the situation. He deserved the praise. He deserved the glory. He deserved the honor. And don't be afraid to tell everybody who blessed you. This woman, you see, she was hiding. She didn't want to be seen. She was scared when she got found out. She trembling and stuff. She ain't there for that. But now that she, he said to her, what happened? She said, well, let me tell you. Y'all see him? Y'all see it right here? And it said here, it said right here, it says, hidden, tremble, falling down before him. She declared unto him, for all the people, for what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. She said, I declare everybody what happened. Yeah. It was a lot of y'all, but I got it through. Yeah. It was hard, but God helped me to make it. Amen. It was hard, but God gave me the victory. That's right. I had to get low. Some of us don't like to get low. I get low sometimes. Yeah. Don't you know sometimes blessings are low? Yeah. Blessings are low. That's why, that's why it's something about, I'm almost done. It's, oh, it's that now I got to go. Something about when you really get in trouble. Uh-huh. See, we are. We are standing church, and we are sitting church, and we are sitting standing church, but we got to learn to be a kneeling church. We got to learn when stuff get real bad, ain't no problem with dropping down on your knees and help me, oh God. But sometimes, sometimes, we're so dignified. It's so dignified. This woman is, this woman is, Telling her story. What do you think the people are doing while she's talking? They're watching and listening to her. And I hear that she tell them, I had an issue of blood 12 years. He was coming. I said to myself, I'm going to just hit him of his garment. I don't need to be seen. I went to him. There's a throng of y'all. I made it to him. I touched the him of his garment. I was on my way home. He called me. He said, who touched me? When I heard him say that, I said, uh-oh. I wanted to take another step, but then I heard him say, because some virtue, some power just left me. He said, oh! That was me right there. Power, yeah, that was me right there. And I can see it shaking and turning around. Because listen, because I, listen, I, I'm closing my eyes. I got to go, but listen. Because when God show enough bless you, know that you know, that you know, you know, he blessed you. You just know it. You it make you shake. And it make you say, God is powerful. God is wonderful. Nobody could have gotten me out of this but God. And I thank him and I glorify him and I magnify him. And I'm going to tell everybody, God did this. And she came. 
shaking and told everybody about it. And the last verse said, what, well, Claiborne? They declared unto him for all the people for what cause she had touched him. Uh-huh. And, and how she had... Get them glad. Get them mic. Go ahead, man. And how she was healed immediately. Uh-huh. Go on. Yeah, oh, yeah, because that's the verse. And, the and he verse. said unto her, uh -huh. daughter. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I just can't wait to hear God say, son. Oh, wow. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he called me son. He called me son. Amen. Sister, don't you want to hear him call you daughter? Daughter. Don't, sister, don't you want to hear him say, daughter. Oh, oh. Y'all ain't getting this. That means relationship. All right. That means relationship. Amen. Daughter, what did it say, Claiborne? Be of good cheer. Good, that, excuse that, me, that, good hold, comfort. Right, hold it. Be, be of good Daughter, comfort. don't worry. Hmm. You're shaking and trembling like you did something wrong. You ain't do nothing wrong. Right. Amen. In fact, I was waiting for you. Amen. You ain't do nothing. Be of good comfort. cheer. Be of good comfort. Good comfort. Be of good comfort. What else? Thy faith oh. have made thee whole. Hold it. Church, as I close out, this is 2018. You got all year to bring one person to Christ. One person. One person. And you can do it. Amen. And you can do it. Stop saying what you can't do. All right. Amen. Amen. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Amen. Now, for some of us, it's easy, but some of us, it's going to take a plan. All right. It's going to take a plan. Brother Lucas trying to get Brother Young to come to the church. Brother Ballard trying to get Brother Best to come. It took a plan. Right. They ain't walk up to him and say, you know what? You look like a preacher. I want to come to your church. No. Brother Best ain't saying, oh, he gave me a track. He must be a Christian. I'm going to go with him. No. God set it up. Amen. And when God set it up, right. he set it up so you can click into action. Amen. So you can go into action Amen. and take advantage of every opportunity. That's right. God is about to bless us to const do construction on this building mm -hmm. and have the baptism right behind us Amen. so we can see people obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. He's going to bless us with a little bit more room to do some more stuff in here. Amen. But the biggest thing God wants us to do is go be soul winners. Right. Amen. And tell somebody, just like somebody told you, go tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. Jesus said, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith Amen. made you whole. Amen. Church, it's going to be your faith that's going to get you to help somebody obey the gospel. Right. Stop saying what you can't do and go get it done. Yes. Now, maybe you're out here today, and maybe you're subject to the Savior's invitation. Here's what God would have you to do today. He would have you to, first of all, hear his word. What word did you learn today? That we got to stretch. You got to reach. You got to press. That woman with the issue of blood, she pressed her way in there. So you got to press. It ain't just going to happen. you got to come and get it. Make it happen. And then you learn that Jesus got the power to rescue you no matter what. There's nothing you did in this world. There's no sin you got in this world can stop Jesus from loving you 
and stopping him from pointing you to the cross through his gospel. It's all up to you to believe it and to obey it. Somebody said, what happens when I obey it? Then start waiting for stuff to start happening. Because right. I'm telling you, when you get on God's side, the devil is mad. He upset. And you got to stay on God's side and watch God start changing your life around and cutting off some of that old stuff and changing some stuff around so you can, the Bible says you are a new creature. Amen, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Let God make you a new creature in Christ. If you need prayer, ask for prayer. And let's pray together for 2018 that our faith increase, that our love increase, that we bring individuals to Christ Jesus, that we would do great things for the king. So if you're out there, you heard God's word, believe God's word, repent of your sin, confess your faith in Christ, get yourself baptized in the Christ for the remission of your sin, and be faithful unto death that he'll give you eternal life. That's my lesson for this morning. If you want it, you know how to get it. Let's stand and let's sing the hymn of invitation. King deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply. We got all year to, 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 to make up our minds that we're going to stretch for things before us. Then Paul said, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. Isn't God good? We got some reaching. We got some stretching and we got some pressing to do in 2018. May God bless us. May God help us. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter how up or down it might be, put that stuff on the side and help somebody obey gospel. And when you put that on the side and you help God, God going to help you. I like that. Let me say that one more time. When you put all, because we worry, I can't do this. I got this. I got this. I got, I got my health. I got my bills. I got this stuff going on in my life. I got all this stuff. I can't. I ain't got time for that. Listen, you've been fighting through that stuff for years. Amen. 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 Ain't nothing happened. So let me give you a hint. Amen. Put that stuff on the side. It ain't going nowhere. Put your focus on being the best Christian you can be and go out there and help somebody find the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Help God. God did his part. Now it's our part. Do your part. Help God and watch God help you. That's the kind of God he is. What James said, draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto you. Man, I'm ready to preach. Sing, sing a song, sing a song. Sing. Souls in danger, look.